very excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning. And uh, for those that don't know, you're new with us, this is our Heart for the House Offering Sunday. So this is where we will take up our Heart for the House for 2023. And uh, we're just very excited about all that's going to happen today. But I just thought we shared last week just some of the images and some of the floor plans. But the team have put together uh, more of an aerial view. So just not still photos, but a more of a 3D view of what the building's going to look like. So I thought, do you guys want to get to see that? So in time, we're going to have uh, like an indoor, like we'll see the inside and everything. So we'll have the same. But let's just have a look to the screens and see a bit more of an aerial view of the building and see where you're going to park your car and all those sorts of things, which will be good. Let's have a look. Who's getting excited for that? I like it. I feel like I saw some silhouettes of some people from our church. Uh, there was a few people there I saw, so that was good. So we're just praying it out and believing for future. That's good. But uh, very, very exciting. And we shared last week around uh, our goal for this year. So when we take into account the building costs and the fit-out costs of our new venue, uh, we need to look at how much the overall cost is. And then uh, we looked at that and, and what we can budget for. And then we to be able to access the loan, to be able to build the uh, building, we need to take up around... Uh, we need to... Our goal is for about 15% this year of that total cost. So 15% uh, of our total cost is coming to uh, 1.2 million quacha, which is our goal for Heart for the House 2023. And uh, we shared last week, we heard it was very encouraging. Uh, when we look at this, it's not one or two or three or four or five people playing or doing everything, but it's about all of us giving something. It's about all of us sacrificing something and playing our own part. So for some, you're in your workplace pl and you've been working for 10, 15 years. Others, you're students, you haven't got into... Uh, uh, business just yet. So if we look at a breakdown of, of different ways that we can achieve this goal, uh, really not everyone can play the same. So not everyone can do uh, 6,000 quacha, but some might be able to do 200,000. Three people might be able to give 100,000. You can see the breakdown there. Different people giving different amounts. And even if you're a student here or you're not working and like, oh, I want to give something, you might pledge something down the bottom like a 500 quacha. But we shared last week, if you give, uh, you know, 500 quacha, that buys 70 chairs or 70 bricks, sorry. Or if you give a 700 quacha, that buys a chair. And we were talking, why don't you buy families? Why don't you at least, you know, look at uh, giving and uh, purchasing chairs for your family? Amen. So you could do that. You might say, hey, I'm buying a seat for myself or I'm buying for a friend that's going to come. I thought that was really great. We were talking about it during the week. Why don't you buy an extra chair for a friend that's going to come with you? I thought that was a really good way of looking at it. But all these different amounts, you, you might be on this spectrum. You might be able to give something. You might be able to give more than other, others. But if we all play our part, there's only 150 people on the side there. So if we can all come together and do something great, there's over 150 people in this service this morning. So if we can all do something, God can do something great in and through this offering in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. 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 So we just want to share just briefly, Pastor Lisa and I, just about our heart for not only what's happened, but what we see for the future of the church. And we talk about having a heart for the house the truth is that before we ever had a heart for God's house, God's house had a heart for you. God's house had a heart for us. 
that he was looking at us and, and the Bible says that even while we were still sinners in Romans 5 verse 8 says God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. You know, we should come to God's house with, a, with thanksgiving, with praise, with thanks for all that he's done. But the truth is he did that for us even before we ever had a heart for his house. And so when I think about giving and when I think about this offering, you know, before I came to church, the church was coming after me. The church was having people each and every week coming together and getting a heart for those that are lost, having a heart for those that, you know, didn't know Christ. And people were giving even before I came, even before I came and gave my life to Jesus. People were giving in the hope that someone like me would come. I come from a non-Christian background. I knew nothing about Jesus. And as people gave into God's house, it gave me an opportunity to start to know and to start a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I just want to encourage all of us, you know, people have given in years before us being here now. And as we give now, we're setting up an opportunity for us to be able to reach those that are lost and impact those that are lost with the salvation and love of Jesus. Even before they have a heart for the house, we've got a heart for them. Amen. And so as we give... You know, it's why we exist as a church, that we can impact and reach those that don't know about Jesus just yet. You know, I think we can get caught up in this offering and looking at the building and thinking it's just about the building. We as a church don't exist to have a building. We don't exist just to have a nice fancy venue to meet from all during the week. It's not about that. Yes, that's great, but it's about those that are lost. It's about all of us who before when we didn't know Jesus... And we've come into the house and we've discovered the great plan and purpose that he's got for our lives. And uh, really, it's the love of Jesus that's changed all of us. It's not about us knowing a friend or us, you know, uh, you know, coming and enjoying the music. Like I said, those things are great. But I would encourage all of us to take a moment to think about what your life was like before you were in church. Have a think about what your life was like before you knew Christ. Because without Him, our life is nothing. Without Him, I, I don't think it's worth living because, you know, without Jesus, there is no hope for the future. Without Jesus, we don't have a hope of, of one day being in relationship with our Heavenly Father. So I think about that and I reflect and I think about coming into His house and finding my beautiful wife having children, being able to be a great father when, uh, you know, that was never an option and uh, never even a dream for me beforehand. And now I look at all of this and I just think, thank you, Jesus, for your incredible love. I've just been reflecting and I know you've been reflecting as well, Lise. Yeah, and I think my reflections have again been, thank you, God. I'm so grateful to be here today on the 4th of June in his house, with our church family. And I think, how good is God? If you think for a minute, where were you without God? Think about that. And now, where are you now with the love and the grace of God in your life? And, you know, I also think as we talk about heart for the house, our heart is for you. God's heart is for you. 
And in his love and his heart for you and his heart for all of us, there's also a heart for others. And I actually was just reading a scripture last night and God reminded me of it. I looked it up just before as a reminder and I wanted to read it from Psalm 27. We pray this. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only thing do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. That we may dwell in Kablonga, in his church, all the days of our lives, to gaze on his beauty And to seek him in his temple, that excites me, the desire of my heart to seek God. That we will go into this church building seeking him. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe. His house keeps us safe. We find healing, provision, we find friendship, we find him. Our friendships, our church family keep us safe in God. And then it says, he will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent, his sacred tent, and set me high upon a rock. I declare this morning that we, as we seek God in here now, but in our new building, that we will find him, that we will find safety, that we will find protection, that we will find provision. And then another scripture that God's really been stirring in me again. It's actually one of my favorites. I've got a couple I love the Word of God, but there's a few that really get me going and this one stirs my faith a lot. This is us, Global Heart Church, right now. Isaiah 54, 2 and 3. Enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home and spare no expense for you soon will be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. I love as well the amplified version reads, Enlarge the site of your tent. The Mandahill site will be no longer when we move. We're going to the site of Kablonga to make room for more children. More children, in Jesus' name. There's about 200 or so of them right Spirit, here. Spiritual children, darling. Spiritual children. Just be clear. Spiritual children. But it's what you're sharing, the lost, those that haven't got a church home. We're now making this space for more yeah. children. Mm-hmm. We're stretching out the curtains of our dwellings. Do not spare them. Lengthen your tent ropes and make your peg stakes firm in the ground. For you will spread out to the right and to the left and your descendants will take possessions of nations and will inhabit deserted cities. 
A few points I want to remind us of this morning. Enlarge your house. This is all of us as a body, but it says enlarge your house. You are here a little tiny house sitting next to another little tiny house today. The house where Jesus lives in your heart. But it's saying enlarge your house. Enlarge your thinking. Enlarge your heart. Enlarge your business. Enlarge your friendship circle. Enlarge your house. Spare no expense. (laughs) Pastor Justin, Pastor Liam, spare no expense. We're on a budget, yes. But we didn't spare no expense when we said we want a children's venue. We want cafe tables where we can sit and talk and fellowship together. We want meeting rooms that can open it during the week. We want a parent's room where the little babies can come and be cared for. We're not sparing an expense, sorry. But it's for the generations to come, for the people to come into God's house and find his love and find his purpose. I like this last bit. We're bursting at the seams. Not the belly bursting seams. The church building, many people have said, even people here today have said, we feel like as soon as we get there, we're just going to be bursting. Amen to that. We're bursting at the seams and our descendants will occupy other nations. We know that our building here in Lusaka, as we sow into it today, is not just for this city of Lusaka. It is for the nations to come. We Global Heart Church are a global church that believes in sending people out to plant other locations around the world. The building is just not for the city of Lusaka. It's to send people out, to train people, to help people come to know Jesus, but to find the plan and purpose that they have for their lives. So one of the hearts of the church, as we're building and making ground here, is to make it a heart for during the week. Hallelujah. We're not just here on a Sunday morning anymore. We're doing things in the week. We might have prayer nights. We will have midweek services. We will have Holy Spirit encounters. We will have it open for the community to come and find healing in their lives and in our own lives. Let's be real. We are not perfect here. We are still all dealing with things. And who knows what might happen in your life during the week as our building is open and in the lives of others in Jesus' name. I remember we, in 
when we were back in Australia and we had uh, the church and we were able to do like midweek like training courses. We did a parenting course and mm. there was like a marriage course, a financial freedom course, Holy Spirit courses. I'd love to be able to run those things that we all can be a part of as well. So not just a community, but our church, we can do things extra, not just in church, but all during the week as well. So it's just so exciting for all the opportunities that will be afforded to us. Absolutely. And then the second part is a heart for the generations. You know, we talk about this a lot. I love our church right now and always have because we're all about the smallest babies. Our kids are being ministered to in the kids' church. But we're also about all of the different people, students, those that are working, families, even older people in the church. We as Global Heart are a church for the generations. And so as you sow in today, know that you are sowing into a church that is believing in the generations, that we are training leaders, we are training future pastors, future presidents, future songwriters, future gospel singers that will impact the world because we believe in the generations. You know, I've for many, many, many years, I've been in Global Heart Church since I was 18 years old and I'm now... So that's 10 years ago? Yes. (laughs) Thank you. I'm now 40-something. Oh. (gasps) Keep it moving. I know. I know. We'll just reflect on that that. for a minute. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Look, in saying that, as an 18-year-old, I was a student. I was studying. I had a small part-time job that I only did when I wasn't studying, so pretty much the weekends but I'd also have my social life as well. So you know my, what my work ethic is like. But as an 18-year-old, I remember being in church and having an opportunity to give into missions. And I was challenged because I didn't feel like I had much then. But now I reflect on it and I think, how funny that my first offering was a missions offering into the church. And here we are in Zambia and Lusaka. Thank you, Jesus. That's just revelation to me. But I made a decision as a young 18-year-old, God, I want to give my life for you because you gave your life for me. And a part of that was sowing into God's house. With the little that I had, I thought it was little. It probably wasn't so little. But in that, I sowed every time. It was an opportunity to sow in. I took the opportunity and I believed with my heart that God would do something with what I could give. And not only did he do something in the church, he did something in my life. I was single, I was 18, I just loved being in church. But over the years, as I continued to make that decision, I was making a decision to give my heart to God's house because he's changed my life. He's, yes, had to deal with a lot with me. He can testify. 
He's changed me as I decided to give and to sow because he changed my heart as I did those things as well. And I, and I just want to encourage all of us, you know, the Bible, our, our church is about, you know, having a heart for you. Like we said, ha- having a heart for be open during the week and impact all of us in the community, a heart for generations. When we say generations, like you said, we're not just talking about children. It's about everyone. Everyone has a part to play in the church family. Those that are older can impact and encourage those younger ones. I wouldn't be where I am if there wasn't the generations in church for me to look up to. So if you're older in this place or you're a little bit more advanced in your years and your maturity, then you are just as important to the church than the younger people. Everyone plays their part and everyone has a role to play in building the church family. And I just want to encourage all of us, you know, when we talk about all of this, like I said, it's not about the building. It's not about all of this. It's really our heart is to shine the light of Jesus. In everything that we do, in everything that we say, in all the stories that we tell and all the things that happen during the week, our heart is to shine the light of Jesus. I was just reading Matthew 5 this week, I also read it last week as well, it just really impacted me. Verse 14 to 16 it says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You know, we are to shine the light. We are to be light bearers. And that light is, is Jesus inside of us. But we're not just to receive the light and see the light, but we're also to give light to others. You know, right now, I feel like as a church, we're a little bit hidden in here. You know, it's hard to find us. It's hard to see us. And I know some people have come to church through seeing the signs outside and come in. But really, it's difficult to see us. But I feel like, you know, not just spiritually, but physically as we go to the new land, we're going to be able to be a city on a hill. We're going to be able to shine the light all during the week. We, people will be able to see Global Heart Church. And what that represents is, is the love and the salvation of Jesus. Right now we're hidden, but we will be able to shine and proclaim the good news of Jesus. The worship team can come down and help us as we come to a close. We're going to sing and worship in just a little bit. But as I thought about, you know, the scripture talks about salt and light. You know, the verses preceding verse 14 talks about we're the salt of the earth. We're the light of the world. Or Jesus is the light of the world, sorry, in us. And the things with salt and light is they are distinctions they are difference makers and I want to encourage all of us Jesus wants us to be distinctions in the world he wants us to be difference makers in the world when you think about salt and light salt prevents things from rotting and decaying it stops rotting and light makes a difference in the darkness and if you think about our world today It's full of death and decay, rotting and darkness. You know, people without Jesus, you only have to look to Hollywood and and, and the superstars and and, 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 uh, people in the world who seem to have it all together. But those without Jesus, we can tell that their life is rotting and decaying. You can tell that there's so much darkness and depravity 
in our world without Jesus. You only have to look at America. Please, let's not look at America. They do not have it all together. But you see what's happening in the States and there's so many issue after issue and I only have to talk about abortion and these things and we're not going to go into that. But I just see the things that are happening in our world today. There's so much darkness and depravity. Without Jesus, there is no light. Without Jesus, there's no salt. There's no difference in the world. And so when we look at building our building, it's not just to have a building, but it's to proclaim the good news. It's to shine the light in the darkness. It's for us to have soul and to, to, for, for life to be different and life to taste different for people as they come into the house of God. I don't want to be hidden anymore. I want us to go out and proclaim the good news of Jesus all during the week, every day. People can come in and find refuge. And like we sang, His name is a strong tower. As people are going through pain and heartache, they can run to the house of God and find Jesus and that He's a strong tower in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. So we're just going to take time. We want everyone to, we're going to sing in just a moment. While the team sings, I want all of us to take a moment. If you're new with us, there's no obligation to give this morning. But if you call Global Heart Church home, this is for all of us right now. You can take this card, you can fill out your details. And what we're going to do is over the next five minutes, you can just pray and just consider about the part that you can play if you haven't already. If you have, great, hold this and just take time to reflect. Maybe you've taken this home and you've bought it filled out this morning. Fantastic. But the ushers have got cards. Uh, they've got pens to help you if you want to take this time to, uh, to fill this out. And what you can do is if you want to uh, give that in, maybe you've got your offering here today. Put your card and your offering into an envelope and just mark the envelope H for H or heart for the house and put that into the bucket as it comes round. But maybe you're just pledging today. That's fine as well. You can put that card in. You're gonna, you, we're just going to take five minutes to just fill that out. And while we do, the team are just going to lead us. And we're just going to pray over that. Anything else you wanted to share, Lise? That's good. So just pray about the part that you can play. You can fill it out. You can even, if you want, you can scan the QR code. You can just do an online version of this. If you don't want to fill it out manually, you can do that online. We're just going to take some time and just reflect over how good God has been in your life. Amen.